Hey everyone! Welcome to Late Night Calls with Taya and Duda. And well, this is our first episode. Yes, today we will be having an honest talk about friendships and who to trust. Exactly. So this episode is basically for all of you to join us into this deep talk, talking about friendships and, well, hopefully you leave this podcast knowing exactly what friends to keep around and what friends not to keep around. So should we start off by talking about our friendship a little bit? Kind yeah. of how we got to know each other? Exactly. So would you like to start that off, Tia? Yeah, I mean, friends, you can find them kind of anywhere. There's long-term friends. I feel like ours was a special case because we just kind of clicked instantly. And then we lived together for two weeks. So we got to know each other really well. Exactly. I feel like uh, I like to call these friendships Insta friendship. We see a lot in romance books, a lot of what is called Insta love. And I think this was kind of an Insta friendship, which uh, it's those kind of friends that you just from night today it instantly becomes somebody that you 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 just bond you just click and you just know that this is somebody you can trust and you can love and you you just know you should keep them around so i think that was our case and yeah i don't even like i don't know how we instantly clicked in the beginning yeah, do you even remember? i don't know what either was, like, our first i don't know either i know that we met and by the way we're going to be uh elaborating a little bit more in this how we met and like all of our summer program experience at NYU in another episode so you guys should keep up to see that episode because it's going to be very exciting we're going to have some NYU friends come over I have some guests oh yeah yeah we met at an NYU summer program summer 2022 and I just remember that we was like the second or third day we met I believe and it was just we were talking about like singing and stuff and we bonded over that I believe and and then we talked about how our birthdays were coming up next week and then and then i said like my birthday the 23rd and you're like oh my god mine as well that was crazy that was because i don't know i don't know about you but i haven't met anyone with my birthday before oh me neither girl me neither it's uh, at least this birthday that was such a bonding moment for us and then from there we were like oh my god we have the same birthday you're brazilian i'm albanian and then from there i don't know yeah exactly i think we also after that we started to find a lot of things in common that we liked and things we really enjoyed doing and just like tv shows movies music uh singing styles i think everything kind of clicked so yeah yeah and so I that's think, very exciting yeah i think it's like a mix misconception sometimes because people think in order to have true friendships they have to know someone for a really long time i remember people put value oh, yeah. on that a lot like oh i've known this person for this long so mm-hmm. i'm super close with them oh yeah By the way, this is such an important topic. I think that, like, some of my closest friends are friends that I've known for decades. However, people tend to sleep on this fact that sometimes people that you have known for decades might not necessarily click with Mm -hmm. you now. Mm -hmm. You know? So true. Like, for example, sometimes your parents are even friends. It's like a whole other level. But sometimes you just kind of... You guys don't vibe anymore. And I think some people try to... They try to, like, force this friendship to happen when sometimes it just shouldn't. Yeah. You know, you guys aren't vibing anymore. And I guess maybe these instant friendships happen when you and this other person who you just met are at the same point in your life, you know? Whereas with the long-term friends, there might be some disconnect, and that's how these friendships, like, form so strongly, just because... You're both at the same point in your life, and you're like, oh my goodness, yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah. Where did you come from? I think, yeah, this is also something we could, we we're going to elaborate in another episode, but I do think that, like, I, I, I truly believe that everybody is kind of, like, everything happens for a reason, and we're all 
where we're supposed to be with the people we're supposed to be where we're supposed to be like it's everything is exactly happening as it's supposed to down to like the outfit you're wearing to the food you're eating so i think that that's also important so i think obviously the people you're you're talking and you're like interacting with are obviously at least the people you're currently bonding more with are like in the same vibe as you and kind of sometimes in the same even time i don't want to say time period but like your guys are kind of facing similar issues in life yeah and it's just like the the universe god just knows when to put these people into your life to help you learn Mm -hmm. and grow just from learning these people who are at the same point of life as you are and then it just you you can't help but develop these really really tight friendships i mean exactly but i think well go on you were gonna say something i was gonna say another thing is um i don't know me personally i haven't been one to always keep up with people maybe it was because i was younger but especially with you for example yeah some of our other nyu friends i've always like felt the need to reach out and always like keep close contact i don't know why i've I've, like genuinely i think we also bonded so quickly because since we were in a summer program where like we didn't have our parents around and everything we had to it was kind of like this reality show where we are all in the same like floor in a building we were all 24 7 together for two weeks straight so i think that also impacted a lot uh, and over the, and also the fact that we like instantly all clicked at least obviously we had our groups and we were you know um mm-hmm. kind of in our own groups but i still think everybody bonded so nicely and people that we keep around like are still our nyu group uh we all love each other so much it's it's ge- it's like genuine friendship you know like people actually yeah. are really really like we right. really like each other and i exactly. think it's an example of insta friendship and goes again over something that we previously mentioned which is those friendships that sometimes those decade over decade friendships are not necessarily the best friendships yeah and i think it really like it helps restore some hope because for some people i know some people who have struggled with finding good friend groups and just um like just good people to hang around with that make them feel good about themselves and just have a good time so when things like this happen when instant friendships bond and you tell your story it kind of gives other people hope that well yeah you know some of the closest friends it's not it's not um defined that you're gonna find them where you are right now you never know where you will and exactly. you never know where so it just kind of gives hope that there's people who will help you. there's good friends out there and you never know when mm-hmm. they're gonna come into your life exactly the world is we have like so. eight billion people almost eight billion people out there plenty of fish mm-hmm. in the sea <laughs> but yeah plenty of fish in the sea we're one exactly big fish exactly girl we're one big aquarium I think that's something that's very important and we should definitely talk about and something I've been thinking about. Well, I just recently graduated, so I uh, I have been keeping in touch only with the, my closest friends and the friends which I truly know I, w- I want to keep for life. So something that I've been really evaluating lately is like, what are the qu- the qualities in a good friend and what are the friends you should really keep around and what are the friends you should avoid so literally the title of this episode like who are the friends we should trust so yeah what what do you think about that should we start should we start with the good or the bad what do you think hmm i think we should start maybe with the bad okay i don't know what do you think yeah yeah uh i think straight off the bat 
at least things I've realized, and it took me so much time to mature and actually realize that these people are like, because I don't believe there's no such thing as bad people. I think they're just people that are currently not vibing with you right now, sure. and or they just don't vibe at all. Uh, they're not supposed to be in your life, and these people, uh, friends. Uh, I mean, everybody usually struggles to um, chop people off their life. Mm-hmm. It's very harsh, uh, but I think that sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it is necessary. So, oh, it is indeed. So I think that like just a couple of notes I've taken down on friends we should avoid and friends we should like chop chop of our life first things first and i think everyone can agree with this is the jealous friend mm. <laughs> i'm sure we've had but i think it's very hard oh yeah, yeah, yeah. a few of those it. it's so hard it's so hard for us to really identify the jealous friend yeah sometimes it can be you know jealousy in disguise mm-hmm. what do you think about it you can't tell when people want good for you oh yeah sometimes it can be like Ugh, I don't know how to explain it, but it can be the opposite of jealousy. Yeah, sometimes it's it's it unconscious. Sometimes the person even d- can't process that they're jealous. Right. Sometimes, yeah, for real. Even with some of my closest friends, I've felt that before. Like, I know they love me and they care about me, but I have felt that uh, that negative energy. Which is, I guess, we're human and it's normal. It's part of human emotions. But Yeah, I feel like one yeah. metaphor I like to think about when trying to identify this jealous friend is, and I've told a lot of my friends about this and I've told you about this before, which is the pink and purple dress. Mm-hmm. And I love this metaphor so much. And people that are listening <laughs> to this, please take this for life. So let's say uh, you have, you're wearing a pink dress and this other friend let's call her mary mary is wearing the purple dress and the pink dress is clearly prettier than the purple dress and everybody can see that but mary is going to make sure that you know that the purple dress is way nicer and she's going to make you feel like you're the ugly one it's going to be like "Mm, i like the purple dress one better anyways so you're going to start feeling bad about yourself when actually she's just jealous. Yeah. And I think that says a lot about where you put your values into friends because you should that has a lot to do with confidence building and relying on yourself before anyone else. It just goes to show like how much if you put your your va- like if you put importance into Mary more, you're going to value her opinion more than your own and you're not going to realize your truth. Exactly. And I think that that links to my next one, which is kind of also in the jealous friend, which is the friends that are never actually happy for all of your achievements. Mm. And this one is so common. Oh, yeah. uh, sometimes it's, as we've spoken before, it's sometimes it's, an, it's a jealousy in disguise. Because let's say you just got accepted. Exactly. No, exactly. You just got accepted to a program or something. And you're going to, like, obviously tell your friends when you're so happy. Like, oh, my God, I just got accepted into this program. And they're going to be like, "Mm, you know, congrats or whatever. Oh, you're just saying that. And my blood is boiling. Oh, my goodness. Like, why? Why? Can we just be happy for each other? Like, just don't comment at all. Exactly. Oh, my God. And ever since I was little, have you seen the Bambi movie? And yeah, Thumper, yeah, yeah. the bunny goes, he says, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. And I've always stuck with that since I was little. But it's so true. I don't know why more people can't. But it's yeah. so true. I mean, like, you should use that motto for life. Because you never know how, you know, you can make somebody feel. Uh, so if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say at all. And I think that this achievement 
uh, friend kind of links in with another thing I wanted to mention, which I think is very important. And this, it's kind of off topic, but it's like kind of in the self-care area. Don't say what you're planning to do before it happens. Because mm-hmm. I think that like, uh, I am a firm believer on energy and like that all of this stuff actually happens. So, yeah, I feel like when you tell somebody something before it happens, I saw this quote that connected to that. What is it? I'm curious. But it was it was basically like it was like if it keeps you happy, keep it private. Oh. Yeah, period. (laughs) And I was like, oh, like that hit. Yeah. If it keeps you happy, keep it private. I mean, tell it after it happens. Like, you know, while right. you're still planning and while you're still, like, getting things kind of settled, don't don't tell it before it happens. Because, like, people, maybe, as we said, subconsciously, maybe they, they don't know that they're going to be jealous. But I feel like this mm-hmm. is, like, it's going to affect it. I've seen so many different episodes with not necessarily myself but other friends where they've told other people things before it happened and then all of a sudden it didn't happen like oh my gosh i'm auditioning for this role in this play blah blah i think i'm gonna get it i'm just gonna call back and then the person doesn't get it yeah so yeah i don't know if it's superstition but i think it's just i don't know me personally the best things that have happened have actually been stuff where not that i've keep kept them a secret but i have kept them to myself until i was sure that it was gonna like for the voice for example i didn't tell anyone other than my close close family that i was gonna audition or even about nyu it was kind of something that i just did randomly and i didn't really tell anyone you know i applied of course my parents knew didn't tell anyone about it and then whenever we got the responses back it was kind of a shock and i was like oh my gosh now i want to tell the whole world i think that's also very important now my next friend to avoid i think it's oh i hate this one so much because it has happened to me so many times uh which is the never did me anything friend i hate the the, how i I called it but anyways it basically says because what i believe is when somebody's truly your friend like your ride or die friend it's that person where you're going to be like for example i'm going to be come up to you and be like hey taya i just had a fight with this girl named karen and automatically as a friend should she's gonna be like oh my god what did karen do to you oh my god i'm so pissed at karen as well what happened you know like automatically the friends already get mad at the other person obviously you're gonna hear them out and obviously you're going to like you know yeah but still i feel like it's so yeah. uh, those friends that you just come up to them and be like oh i had a fight with karen and they're like mm, i like karen she never did me anything like hello pick a side please you like karen go be friends i with know karen, i hate it side. i had i had this I had this with a boyfriend once where I had a friend that after my relationship ended, she would be like, mm, I still hang around with him because he Ooh. didn't do me anything. Oh, like girl. Yikes. Girl. Oh, I know. I know. And she, and she saw me suffer. Right. Like, like imagine. So she saw she's she saw my, all my hard moments wow. and all the crying sessions and everything. And she just. Mm. Right. Didn't give a shit. Like, it's not like she wasn't there for you through all the ups and downs of the relationship, seeing everything you went through. Oh, yeah, she saw everything. No, she saw she everything. She saw everything. And yet she decided yeah, to so say that. Oh, I hate that. I hate that as well, girl. It's so, you know, there's one thing a very close friend of mine told me, uh, which is very, it's very friendly like. And it's basically said, she's told me, like, if you killed someone, obviously to your face, 
I I would tell you the most horrendous shit. I was going, I'm going to like fight with you to death because I think you're so wrong. I'm going to tell you you're wrong. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. But like in the public to other people, I'm going to like defend you until Mm -hmm. the world ends. You can do the nastiest shit ever, but I'm going to be there for you. But to your face, I'm going to tell you like the nastiest shit ever. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make you understand where you did wrong, why you did wrong, what you should do net better. But to, to other people, I'm just going to know she did nothing wrong. She's amazing. And I think that's one of the best definitions exactly. of a friend. So. Exactly. That's why you're a friend. That's what friends are literally for. So I think that kind of ties into three type of friends to keep. Um, and we'll just start off with, um, okay, maybe... Lack of better words. Didn't really know how to confine these personality traits into a title. But the ride or die friend, Mm -hmm. which is basically what you were talking about. They're by your side at your strong points and at your weak points, you know. And they build you instead of bringing you down. So knowing your strong points, they're going to build on those. And knowing your weak points, they're going to also help you with those, not bring you down. They're going to help you learn from them. Kind of how the friend was. I think that's very (laughs) important. And I think that... Those are the type of friends that make you grow as a person. And those are the type of friends that are like, those are the real ones. Um, so I think that the people that just show you genuinely that they're there for you and they care for you and they want the best for you. Because there isn't much you can ask from a person other than just for them to be there. You know, a phone call away. Oh, yeah. Whether you're feeling great or whether you're not feeling so great just mm-hmm. knowing that you have a person there for you i think it's so important and then the next friend i think you should keep is the non-judgmental friend which is basically the friend oh yes that makes you feel just so relaxed with your whole personality oh, being it's so shown important. exactly and when you're around them you don't feel the need to conceal your personality or conceal your interests like Mm -hmm. uh i've had a lot of times where whether it's about singing or other interests of mine sometimes there's been people who i've kind of felt the need to close up some parts of myself in order to be friendly with them and just be part of the vibe i guess of the conversation but when you're with people who don't who do you, who you don't feel the need to do that, where you can just be a hundred percent yourself without feeling any sort of negative energy reciprocating back, I think that's the type of friend you should keep around. Yeah, it's so important. I feel like, for example, this is so common with girls. We usually send our pictures before posting it on Instagram to other friends, like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" <laughs> and those friends who are like, just you know that they generally want the best of you or maybe sometimes like girl I don't like that outfit or, or like girl maybe if you did like this pose or that pose or maybe if you did that but you know that they want the best of you it's like constructive criticism and you know that they or maybe they just answer oh yeah that's the best picture ever you should post you look gorgeous in that photo oh my gosh Slay. those are you know like the ones that you just feel comfortable to be yourself and you know that they're not going to judge you they just genuinely care for you and they genuinely want to see you happy and they want to know your opinions they want to know what you like what you don't like yeah. and they're not going to judge you sometimes you have a different even political opinion exactly. and they won't care because you guys are like I feel like it's not about dis- discussions or like debates or like I just got into the political topic but like a political debate or anything you guys should just discuss and kind of like uh, grow learn from each other 
in a non-judgmental way. Like, it doesn't necessarily need to mean... Okay, to have a non-judgmental friend doesn't mean that you have to have the same interests. Mm-hmm. I think the best the best learning from each other is when you don't have the same interest and yet you learn to accept each other's opinion without judging each other's opinion. Exactly. And you're like not gonna not gonna not be somebody's friend because of their diverse opinion from you. Because you guys agree on different things. So yeah. Yeah. And then this next one, I feel like we kind of mentioned it, talked about it already, but it's basically for a lack of better words, I said the mentor friend. Which is basically the friend that just helps you become the best version of yourself. And I think I th- I think about you a lot when Aww. I think of that because we decided to do this podcast together. Yes, you know what I mean, we're helping each course. other just become the best version of ourselves or the friends who you just talk about like spirituality mm-hmm. with and just your ups and downs and just how to build, make yourself a better person, giving each other tips on life, on school and career and everything. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I think it's so important and I think that Obviously, we talked about the type of friends that's like, she, at least you should keep around people that are going to be feel happy for you. But I feel like the this mentor friend is like the person that's going to feel happy for you. And maybe when you're going through a tough time, they're also going to like know, they know you so well to know how to help you get out of that tough time and go back to being your best self. Yeah. So, and they just want to see you succeed and they want to exactly. see you be, be the best version of yourself, literally. So yeah wasn't there a last one just people who are genuinely happy for you i don't really know how else wait wait wait. wasn't it that we talked about this the one that's like the oh i think it was the ride or die friend which is the one that is like doing all the moments with you the low 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 moments and the high 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 Mm -hmm. moments Mm -hmm. yeah i think something very important I, i i thought i left this out of the podcast but it's very important which is basically I've seen this quote once where it says, you're not going to know who are your true friends in your lowest moments. You're going to know who are your true friends in your highest moments because the people that are going to feel happy for you when you're actually succeeding are the people that are your friends. Hmm. I feel like that quote could go both ways. Yeah, as well, as well. I mean, yeah. It's 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 very easy to be around somebody when they're suffering and everything. Oh, you're okay, blah, blah. Right. And then when they're all, like, in the be- living their best life with, like, I don't know, dating the hottest guy in school and doing all of the extracurricular projects and having, like, A stars and, and A, A plus and all their, their things. It's like, you know, mm. seeing somebody succeed and not becoming jealous of them and generally cheering for them. So, right. But obviously, also, when you're going through a depressive episode or when you're yeah. going through a hard time. But, I mean, I like that you mentioned that because a lot of the time we think of the other way which is like oh when you're sad and upset that's when you know who's truly gonna stick Mm -hmm. for you but when you think about it it's easier to stick next to people when they're at their low because yeah if someone's at their low i feel like that means you're at a better position and you're able to help but if someone's at a high then it can lead to like the jealous friends or the achievement friends you know what i mean that we were talking about so it takes more willpower and more morality in a person to actually be a good friend to the person who has that they're high right now mm-hmm. i think it's so it's really interesting yeah it is and i have been thinking about this a lot and actually kind of analyzing my friends when i have been in my highest moment and on my lowest moments <laughs> to see who actually is cheering for me so yeah i think it's something people who are listening our listeners our late night callers should i like our late night i callers. like that name uh, the, they should just 
be aware um yeah so yeah and i also feel like something that's gonna tie to what we're saying and the type of friends and i think this is a whole different ass category the male friends oh so what do we think about those are those real do they exist male female friendships do they exist i think it's such a hot topic and such like it's a difficult situation some people are gonna say they do exist other people i've heard i've heard psychologists and those people say like i'm I'm generalizing okay please if there are any psychologists listening to this podcast and you disagree with this opinion i'm just generalizing please don't feel offended but i've <laughs> heard some of my psychology friends i don't do psychology what 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 did i just say my, some of my like parents friends who i like psychologists and psychiatrists they said like psychiatrists i don't know why i got it wrong but anyways <laughs> it's a hard word <laughs> psychologist no i don't know if I, I don't i don't know girl anyways anyways, anyways the people that take care of the yeah you you know the, you i know, got you yeah therapy people um human brain exactly um people you talk to when you're going through tough pe- moments or just when you <laughs> when you need to um i think it's okay now we're opening into another topic i think therapy is so important but anyways we're gonna get into that later the therapist friend (laughs) oh wow okay that's a good one the therapist friend i like that actually what do we think about the therapist friend sometimes people people the therapist friend is not gonna actually be the therapist friend and she's just gonna give off uh badass advice so you can shit yourself can you imagine going to a therapist <laughs> <laughs> you go to a therapist and then they just give you all the wrong please, stuff what not to please do. don't go to your friends and like if you want if you're going through a tough time please find a professional help don't rely only on your friends they're so important <laughs> to keep you around but please don't take yeah. like medical advice from your friends unless they're doctors <laughs> or professionals um Mm. but yeah so it'll be better for you in the long run better for them in the long (laughs) run exactly but i think therapist friend just it's funny you said that uh i think the therapist friend is uh just that friend that will know exactly how how and what to say to you when you're going through tough moments when you're going through all moments i think but who's the therapist for the therapist friend Mm. oh wow (laughs) i don't know yeah Is the therapist friend their own therapist? I don't know. Or that's a good question. Oh wow. Know. Anyways, going yeah. back to the male friendships because other otherwise we're leaving it up yeah, we're to go- discussion. I, like, it's actually a very good <laughs> male question. friendships. I don't know. But anyways, going back to the male friendships, are they real? <laughs> are they not real? So as as I was saying, psychology people generalizing but not really generalizing. So I'm not generalizing. I'm sorry. Some people said um, that. There's no such thing as male and female friendship because male males only like they are only sexually attracted to women and they can't. So all guys that are friends with you, unless they're they have like, you know, a different sexuality, um, they are only attracted to females that they would make out with or they would have something with. Uh, or they have thought they I've heard that male friends have. All your male friends have thought about making out with you. Like, I heard that. And apparently it's true. It, apparently it's true. All yeah, male friends have thought like, about oh, wow. how it would be if they made out with their female friends. What would happen? Uh, and I also heard, so going back to that initial idea. So men only, they're like, it's not, they're like homo, it's, it's something like that. They're only kind of 
they only like their own company. Like they only like vibing with men. They only like women to for sexual purposes. I heard something like that. I, I don't know the name. Right. Of it, but, like yeah. they find because I feel like where women see men as a part of their lives. You know what I mean? Maybe you're trying to say that like men see their lives. Oh and yeah, women as a homosociality. Yeah, I just I searched it up. It men are homo so, homosocials, I believe. That basically means same sex relationships that are not of a romantic or a sexual nature, such as friendships, mentorships or others. So it would mean that males are only homosocials and hmm. they only like vibing being friends with men and not actually Wow. But obviously we're generalizing, please. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. But I know. I know. I've talked with some of my friends about this, and there's a lot of differing opinions. I think I lean towards more of the maybe between male and female friends, there isn't always just a friendship. I feel like there's always something a little more. Mm-hmm. I think it really That's, depends. I feel like I lean towards that more, but again, yeah, like it depends. I feel like. And we've talked about it before. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, no. Go on. Go on. I was just going to say, I, we've talked about it before where. We've said how when males have, like, a female friend, they tend to have that sexual appeal, I guess, but females don't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? As a female, I feel like everyone has thought about, like, what would happen if we made out with our male friends, but usually we only think about that regarding the male friends we think are attractive. I don't know. Maybe that that could that could go both ways. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I have never been inside the male brain to understand what it thinks. (laughs) But maybe they they agree. I don't. Mm. Yeah, I think that something which a lot of male friends think, and I think it's a big issue within relationships that it's going to be our next episode, is the girl best friend. Uh oh. Yeah. See now, if you're a relationship, the girl best friend. Can we have a girl best friend? The girl best friend. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Can the men? Can the men have a girl best friend? Because if a man uh, is the is the girl best friend, that is their chemistry in the girl best mm. friend within the guy that is in a relationship with another woman. Mm-hmm. And then it goes down to like, well, if you have a girl best friend, why do you feel the need to talk to her or not to you know, ugh, like feel the need to divide certain informations with them or your partner? Like that's what you have a partner for. Yeah. What I think about that is. If you have a girl best friend, at least this is hot take now. <laughs> hot take. I feel like if a man has a girl best friend that he talks to as much as or even more than he talks to his girlfriend, he's actually attracted to the girl best friend. Because, yeah. like, un- unless what, why the fuck do you have a girlfriend? For real. Like, what is she there just for? Just like having sex with her. Just like, yeah, like, I- I'm sorry. If you like the company, because I feel like a relationship, there's so much more to it than mm-hmm. making out and sex and all this stuff. There's so much more to a relationship. And I think that the connection and the conversations are as important or even more important. The connection you have with a person is so exactly. much more important than the whole making out session. So, if you're going to be having deep ass conversations with your girl best friend instead of having them with that your girlfriend. That is that emotional connection. Emphasis on the instead of. I'm not saying that you cannot be having both. Let's say you're having both. But like, instead of, you know, you're leaving your, leaving your girlfriend even aside. Both. Depending, like, on, depending on the even conversation, both. even both. Yeah. I'm not saying, I don't think it's wrong. When I was in a relationship, I, I never 
impossibilitated my boyfriend from having girlfriend like friendships with girls because I think that's very important in a trait in a man I think that yeah. it shows that he you know he doesn't have only male friends so yeah good personality girl good like yeah for sure but not too close <laughs> but not too close we gotta know, know our limits place. for sure yeah and also just has to do with trust what do you think about male friendships just as a closing remarks here so we can like male to female mm-hmm do you think they exist? Ooh, I don't know. Personally, I don't Can you think... be just friends with a guy? To an extent. Do you think that females and males can have, a, can have a friendship without having any chemistry going on, like, ever? <sighs> See, okay. Like, ever. Mm-hmm. I feel like there might... I feel like there's always going to be just a little bit... I feel like there might always be just a tiny, tiny bit. But then, I don't know. Is that connection? Is that chemistry? I don't know. But I feel like... I don't know. It's such a tough question. It is. Personally, I feel like I could be friends with guys and not feel anything more. No, me too. Yeah. But then there's also... But what about the guys? But I don't know. But the guys, that's the thing. Do they feel like there's something more? Because what I've heard of, the box theory... The box theory? When a guy meets you, they instantly put you oh, in a box. Like eight this. seconds, they instantly put you in a box. Or you're a wifey material, girlfriend material, whatever, or you're a friend or whatever. Nothing. But I don't know. I feel like there's no such thing. Wow. I feel like they're going to take every that's, opportunity That's so, can. like, upsetting. Mm-hmm. I know. Because oh, then there's times where I've felt very neutral about, like, a friendship, but... And then I guess I've misread signals, you know, when the guy was like, oh... Mm. Yeah. Thinking something more. Mm-hmm. So, oh well. I don't know. I don't know. I think it really depends on the two individuals involved, I guess. And then if you're in a relationship and it's um, like a female friend type thing, it just really depends on how strong the confidence and the bond is between the girlfriend and the boyfriend for there to be a third. I think we can talk more about in our next podcast. I think. Oh, yeah, that's... yeah, yeah. We'll go more into depth. For sure. In the relationship. And I definitely think a girl, the girl best friend, it's a very interesting topic. Yeah, I don't know if I like her. It's very controversial. I don't know if it's the Leo in me that needs to be the center of attention. (laughs) I think it really depends on the girl best friend. It really depends on. Yeah, for sure. You know, person to person. It really depends if the guy is giving you the. Yeah. You know, okay sign, like affirmations that he doesn't have any intentions, but still. Do does he? Does he? <laughs> I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. We're go- we're going to be talking in our next podcast. <laughs> I guess we'll find out next episode. Yeah, I guess we'll find out <laughs> w- when will it come out. Not the next Wednesday. The yes. other one. Every other Wednesday. Yes. Not this. Not next Wednesday. The next one. Every other Wednesday is when our podcasts. Every other Wednesday, you know where to go. Thank you, late night callers, for keeping mm-hmm. up with us for so long. Um, you should tell us about your thoughts in our mm-hmm. social media. This is our TikTok. So, Taya, what's our TikTok? It is late.night.calls.td, which stands for Tanduda. And just, you can just DM us there, comment there, any comments, yeah. any questions, anything you want to talk about, any future podcasts that you would like to hear. Mm-hmm. I think later on we could do a Q&A. For sure. But we have a lot of 
exciting stuff coming up. We can't wait to share mm-hmm. all of these ideas with you. We've just been pouring with inspiration. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so many things to develop and evolve. So, yeah. I guess that's it. This was Late Night Calls with Taya. And Duda. And we wish you all a good night. Bye-bye. <laughs>